Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, happy Thursday. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels, episode 254 connection week and today we're going to go over detour number three which is going to prevent or steer you away from the connection that's really going to help you professionally today we have a concept which is so common and we all do it it's a little bit perhaps difficult for me to explain succinctly and clearly and in a short amount of time and i'm going to do my best um if I don't do a good job explaining it. Um, certainly look up the term. Um, there's books written about it and articles because it's so important. I want you to make sure you understand it, even if I'm not able to give you a full rendering uh, in the five to ten minutes that I try to limit each of these uh, episodes. So this concept is called switch tracking. So I first heard about this, I believe Sheila Heen, who's one of the authors of this great book, Thanks for the Feedback, by Douglas Stone and Sheila Heen, was on one of my favorite uh, podcasts, and she was a guest. Um, I, think it, I think it was, you know, The Hidden Brain, uh, which was the podcast she was on. Um, and they were talking about this thing that happens in conversation where you give someone feedback right about a thing that you know you would like to change and in response instead of addressing the feedback or talking about the feedback usually it's like a defensive thing they hit you back with a different type of feedback for you right so now you have two different tracks and they've tried to switch onto another track and you're trying to get your thing resolved and they're trying to get their thing resolved and you just keep on switching back and forth but neither is actually adequately addressed because each person has their own individual agenda and really isn't or can't listen to the other person, or at least it feels that way until their thing is satisfied. So this is a pretty common thing. And we all experience that, right? Especially um, in our home life or with our friends, you know, you may say something like, well, you know, I was really upset. When you when you did this to me or you said this to me or you treated me this way and then, you know, you're hoping for an apology or at least a discussion around it um, and then you get back. Well, what do you expect? You've been doing this and that to me for all these years or, um, you know, yeah, you know, I'm really sorry about that and I'm glad you brought it up. And you know what? You do this other thing to me that makes me really upset. Right. So what ends up happening is instead of having a conversation about anything, you're just switching back and forth between two things. And each person is almost trying to win in a way and have their thing done uh, first. And that can really be very detrimental to connection. Um, and the sort of metaphor I like to use in addition to like the train switch tracking is when you're having opposite conversations, it's almost like um, you're in a rowboat. And each of you have one oar and, you know, you're rowing in separate directions. So then the boat, instead of moving forward to a destination or even backwards, if you wanted to move backwards because, you know, the thing is behind you, you're just spinning around in a circle over and over and over. And I don't know about you, but I'm about to get a little nauseous from spinning over and over faster and faster and faster. No 
and no destination in sight because the energy that is put into it keeps on switching things around and doesn't advance anything in, in like a vector in like a positive direction where things can actually be resolved and improved. So that's the concept of switch tracking. Um, I think we all do it. It's all, uh, for a lot of us, it's like a defense mechanism. And relationships and systems of performance and relationship and teaming are complicated, right? No one's, you know, uh, perfect and no one is doing things right all the time as perceived by everyone else. So it's very easy for us to throw these things back in someone's face when we feel attacked or we feel that the criticism is unjustified. The danger and the challenge there is that is not going to make things better. It is not going to help with connection. In fact, it really creates disconnection and takes us away from the thing we want, which is for us to be connected, communicating well, and working well together to succeed together, to move forward together instead of spinning around like that rowboat on the ship, getting more and more nauseous uh, as time goes by. So what I would love for you to do today is um, the next time you're in a conversation with someone and they give you a piece of feedback, doesn't have to be like super critical feedback. Check what your immediate first response is, not even just what you say, but like what pops into your mind, right? Is it to really reflect deeply on what they're saying or is it to immediately gotcha? I got something that this person's doing or this is the reason why this is happening. It's got nothing to do with me. And let's talk about that instead, right? Do you, as a natural gut reaction, switch away from the painful realization that there may be something that you're doing that is being received poorly and is negatively affecting this person? Do you have the ability to stay in that briar patch and take that feedback and listen to it and be open to it? doesn't mean you agree with it or think that it's 100% right or that there aren't alternate explanations. But do you give the space for more to be revealed or do you immediately as a knee jerk reaction, you know, like uh, when you like the doctor, you know, when they when they tap your knee to check your reflexes and boom, your knee kicks out. Right. Is that your reaction to to reflexively switch track and talk about anything else except your role, your responsibility in the dynamic, in the constructive feedback, in what the person is bringing to you sincerely and, you know, sometimes vulnerably because sometimes they're in a position where to provide that feedback doesn't really help them. And actually, especially if they work for you, may put them in jeopardy um, in terms of uh, how they're evaluated or seen as a team member. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and it is my honor to bring to you every weekday another episode of Executive Presence Morsels and super excited to be doing the same in a video and podcast format with Diversity Bites coming up uh, as soon as we wrap this up uh, or shortly after we wrap this up in July. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. You've been preparing for this your entire life. Your blood, sweat, and tears have truly paid off and brought you to this moment. You are highly skilled, 
highly recommended and highly motivated. You step into the arena and suddenly... Oh, come on. Not this again. Ever show up someplace you're supposed to be, deserve to be, ready to excel, only to be met by a person who is surprised you're you and not someone else? Most leadership training for underrepresented professionals doesn't address the unique context of being in an environment where your advancement is still considered an anomaly. The Thrive Guide is designed to deliver strategies to address your unique challenges, such as overcoming negative preconceptions, how to get the best opportunities, dealing with disrespectful behavior, and more. By the end of this course, you'll have a guide to thrive, not just in some promise tomorrow, but wherever you choose to be today. Let's get thriving. Hello, happy Friday. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to another episode of Executive Presence Morsels. We are wrapping up Connection Week, and today we're going to talk about a special connection superpower. If you utilize this one ability, which we all have, it will really supercharge your ability to connect. And Cutting to the chase, that superpower is curiosity and the power to be curious and your ability to be engaged and be curious as you're speaking with people around them, connecting with them cannot be overestimated. Um, Previously uh, on a Why It Works episode from season three, Why It Works was the first podcast I ever made. Um, a few years ago where we used video um, clips and from movies and TV shows from popular culture to sort of explain. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.